everybody and welcome back to my podcast soul wave i'm your host mia and we're back again guys another week has flown by actually i can't even say that last week was the first week in a long time where time has slowed down and i really appreciate that because i don't i can't do the fast-paced shit however we're here again tuesday night filming it i got a special episode lined up for you guys and i'll get to that in a second but i just want to say you know, my round of thank yous as I do every single podcast because I truly do mean it and I think it's so important to get it out. So thank you guys. I just checked the statistics on Podbean where I first launched my podcast. And guys, we ha- we're we growing. We're growing so big and it's so insane because like I never expected it to be this way. I thought it was just like, oh, like a little New Jersey, couple downloads here, New York, couple downloads because this is where um, my home base is, right? And this is where all my friends and family are listening. And when I post on social media, that's the targeted audience. However, I checked the statistics, guys. Statistics. And I just want to give a quick little shout out. I'm going to tell you all the states that are listening. And thank you. If you are these people in the states listening, thank you. All right. So obviously, we have New Jersey, New York. We got people in Virginia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Illinois, Nebraska, Massachusetts, Washington State. Washington, D.C., Arizona, California, Hawaii, Michigan, 47 unknown places. And then I have people in the United Kingdom, Japan, and Philippines. They're not crazy downloads, but oh my God, guys, you have no idea. That means the world. Thank you guys so much for just choosing this to listen to. Honestly, because it's like, wow, it's actually working. if, If you know me on a personal level, you know exactly the goals and visions I have for this podcast. Obviously, I want it to be worldly known if you don't know me on the personal level now you know that's my goal and just the fact that it's like literally that already it's so insane so thank you guys so much also before i get into the rest of the podcast i just want to say mercury is finally out of retrograde um but we're still we have two weeks of post shadow energy so the energy is her lightning up so you may not feel that much of an urge to text your ex but you're still checking his profile and that's cool don't buckle yet, though. Two more weeks, and we're finally a little more relaxed. I don't know if you guys felt it, but moving into November, I was definitely like, oh, now I have the motivation to get my shit together. Like, I just deep cleaned my whole entire house, but that's another story. I'm excited for this podcast episode. Let's get right into it. I have a special guest, my good friend, Sarah. Sarah, say hi to the people. Hi, people. <laughs> she's, she's a little shy, but it's okay. We're going to get that get that side out of her. So, Sarah... Tell me about yourself, your age, your location, your sex, your gender. Oh my god, do you remember on Omegle? Have you ever on Omegle? ASL. ASL, yeah, age, sex, location. Um, tell me your favorite bagel. What are you going to school for? We're going to get into everything, but any questions that just stood out right now, you can answer. Wait, questions? Yeah, like, tell me tell me a little about yourself. Tell oh. the people about yourself. I know everything about this chick, just about, on all types of levels, but when I get into that. All types, all, of, all types levels. of levels, but um, yeah, tell the people a little about yourself. Okay, so I'm Sarah. I'm 21. All right. My favorite bagel. Yes, your favorite bagel. That's also a, an everything bagel. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mind, mine's like Thai. I really like cinnamon raisin, but like I have to be in the mood for it. But when I'm in the mood for it, I'm like, holy shit, this is the best type of bagel ever. But everything, I feel like you can just always get whatever you want on it. I feel like cinnamon raisin is that bagel where it's like pineapple on pizza. Really? Yes. Really? Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. interesting here okay because i'm definitely not one for pineapple on pizza but me neither i do do you just not like raisins no i love raisins you love raisins but you don't like cinnamon raisin i don't okay okay Why fair enough bread with like fruit it just doesn't <laughs> she no, said don't do is it is that a fruit 
Raisins? Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to Google that later. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. But school, you're in college, right? I am. What are you going to school for, Sarah? Let's talk about it. Nursing. Nursing. I'm going to have so many nurse nurses in my life. You're, you're one of many. I can't wait because I'm just going to text. I'm going to put you guys all in a group chat and be like, all right. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Not even now. I'm going to be like, guys, my head's hurting. Am I dying? And you're all going to hit me back with like, all right, who's answering this time? Basically, yeah. That's so exciting. You guys do that to me already. Exactly. So tell me about it. You love it? You hate it? Tell the people. I hate the process because it's so difficult. Yes. But I like, I, there's absolutely nothing I'd rather be doing. So, I love that. That's exciting, yeah. I know. I, I get that completely because it's always like the process is like the longest part and you just want to either one, get already into it or two, skip the process because for school, for me, it was definitely like, why do I have to prove my knowledge with the fucking 12 page paper on like weapons of mass destruction because that's what my major was, not weapons of mass mm-hmm. destruction, but I get it. But yours is like, what is it? Tedious ass, ass, ass? sorry. Yes. I'm not having like a little ass. stroke right now tests and exams constantly like this chick i cannot get her out she as you heard she just turned 21 in september and it's been hard to get her out but i respect it because she's working her ass off during the week it's hard to get me out but during the weekend yeah you bust your ass during the week there you you go party all weekend there you go see that this is the work-life balance i've been talking about recently Mm -hmm. how how do you think you're managing that because you're also you have a job as well i do how Um, do you feel about that what is it do you like it talk talk my job, my job is, I wouldn't necessarily say I love my job. Right. It's definitely. Gets the job done. Pays it's definitely bills. stressful. Sometimes. In what way? What do you do? Pharmacy tech. Pharmacy tech, guys. You hear that? She popping the pills. Not in that pop? sense. <laughs> the pills. They're going to think I'm like. No. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> that looks me. No, I'm joking. No. Um, you guys can come to me for that. Um, also, another joke. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's definitely stressful with, like, having to memorize so much. So, like, I'm home and I'm studying however many hours a week and it's constant memorizing when it has to come with nursing, when it comes to labs and all mm-hmm. that other thi- all those other things. And then it's, like, you go to work and you have to memorize, like... All the different pills and, like, how many go in it and, like, the insurance and, like, co- Yeah, like, all that stuff. Holy so shit. So, it's, like, my mind is constantly... I smoke too much weed to be memorizing all <laughs> Yeah, that's why. She's she's on the money with that, though. That's crazy. Okay, so enough about the hard problems of it. Tell me what gets you excited to be a nurse. Like, what can you not wait for? Okay, so let me say why I got into it. So why I got into it is because there's a lot of jobs out there where it's like you wake up, you do the same exact thing every single day. On the and money. I'm not for that. I agree 100%. So, say I'm walking into my 12-hour night shift as a nurse, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm doing trauma or I'm doing ER. That 12-hour shift, if you have one patient come in, critical condition, like... One force trauma to the head, some shit like 100%, that. 100%. Like, that 12-hour shift goes like, like a snap and of the finger. Always different. And you're always like... Helping someone, saving lives. Like, I know everybody says that, but it's true. No, and, like... That's exciting to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited for you. Because that's that's intense. Because as a kid, I spent a lot of my time in the ER. Because I'm just one clumsy motherfucker. And I can say, there's definitely been nights where I've spent in the ER and saw the difference. And, like, also the TV shows. Obviously, they don't exactly portray it. But for some reason, that shit's insane. Like, it's super intense. Like, you know, 
sex sent me to the ER, that television show. Yeah, that's That wild. shit is crazy. Can you imagine? Wait, that's wild. I'd look for that. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's crazy because that's like this type of shit. Like it can be on that type of spectrum where it's like something so wild, like a sex injury to literally a car accident and you're one step away from saving someone's life. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, to think that you're the one to do that. Like you're literally a healer. Like, because that's how I look at my mom. That, and it's, like, on another level where I've been to the emergency room a few times myself, or, like, just going to doctor's offices, and, like, you meet sometimes a nurse, and they're exactly, like, what you need in that moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, they comfort you, and, like, or then you'll have those nurses that are very aggressive, and I, obviously, that's not what I want to be. Like, I want to be one of those nurses where, like, okay, well, this teenager's parents aren't here, let me, like, advocate for them, let me be, like, a caregiver to them. For sure, and, like, just be, like, that cathartic release, or that sympathetic person, and that's what I'd like to get into right now, is that whole, like, aspect on it, because in a way, I kind of look at that in a spiritual sense, like, not saying that's your life mission or purpose, but, like, you are one of those people who are literally making a difference in someone's lives, like, because my mom gets, tells me stories all the time how these people come in and they give her, like, gifts and shit afterwards. And, like, it's never about the gifts, no. but of just, like, the impact they she left on these patients or the families or anything like that. It's just, like, wow, I definitely know that's that's totally like you. Cause, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, definitely. No, because I'm just looking at you and I'm thinking because, like, all the other women in my life or not just, not going to limit it to women, but I don't know any other people like, males in my life going for nursing. My two best friends are going for nursing. You're going for nursing. Not saying you're my best friend, but, like, you're here with me, so I'm not going to include you in that. So, like, three nurses. My mother's a nurse. My brother's an EMT. And I just, I have the utmost respect for these people. One, because I'm in and out of the hospital constantly. Knock on wood. Hopefully that stops. But, like, holy crap. That is insane. That's so cool. I love that. That's awesome. You will never die. Oh. You'll be good. Always. I'll be good. <laughs> let's hope that that case. So, let's get back into your school, though, because I know your life story, but, like, I'd love for you to share it with my audience on here and the listeners, because I think there's just a lot of good life experience in, in you, personally. You're only 21. And you're only 21. <laughs> Isn't that the best thing, too? It's yes. just, like, because I personally believe people learn best through other people's experiences or they're able to relate and it helps them understand either their emotions, the situation, how to process an outcome or solving the problem. So let's get into it. So let me ask you first. I just recently got close with you guys. Sarah moved back to Bayonne after what was like two years or two and a half ish. So you all right, so this has been the first almost one year you're back in Bayonne. Before that you moved away for two and a half years for school. Yes. Talk about that. Give me that rundown. Okay. Um, do I, like, talk about Whatever you want to go into. Okay. Why, um, why'd you, why'd you choose, where'd you, all right, so where'd you go to school? Where'd you move to go to school? Um, 20 minutes away from Philly. I went to, I moved in with my cousins, and then I went to a community college. Cool. Why, what made you decide to move that far, do that, knowingly that we also have schools up here? Because I know the motive, but let's let's discuss. Let's get into it, if you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, so, basically, a lot of my friends moved away, and I yes. had two very close people, one who was younger than me, mm-hmm. and she was still here, and then I also had a boyfriend for 
three years. So 15 until I was 18. Wow. Three years though. That was like obviously a very serious relationship. Like your first, I love you first ever. Yes, it was. Your first. Oh, okay. So this is, okay. Okay. This is going to get interesting. Welcome okay. to your seatbelt, people. So I was in this relationship for like three years on and off and he was older than me. So obviously he moved away. He went to Connecticut and senior year was just like really tough for me and I always of just course, kept saying like, in high school man yeah. like I was like listen I want to move away I want a fresh start clean slate like yeah not nothing like crazy of and course. my cousins were happened to like just move to Pennsylvania and I, I was like her daughter like I, my cousin's like 10 15 years older than me so oh, I'm perfect like, you have that cool relationship yeah. dynamic with them awesome like a, like a child to them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, listen, come move in with me. It's like you're moving away from Bayonne and everything you know, and you yes. can start fresh here. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. And I was really on the fence because I was like, I really wanted the college experience, yes. like the whole dorming and everything like that. But then I'm also very kept to myself, so I'm like... Oh my god, I felt the same way. I do not want to share a room with someone. No, literally, that was my biggest thing. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, because I thought, like, every time I see people post up, like, oh, they're at parties and, like, Rowan or Stockton or just, like, all around, I'm like, that looks like so much fun, but no fucking way. One, I'm not sharing a room with people. Two, I'm not sharing a bathroom. And three, I know me, bro. Like, I need to do my own thing, and I don't need anyone else telling me how to do that if I'm with another person. So I totally get that. 100%. But you got, like, the best of both worlds in a sense, then. You got to move away, but you were also independent from, I guess, your parents, mm-hmm. but also had that opportunity to be in a different environment. Yes. Cool. Okay. We literally moved from the city to basically, like, the sticks. We lo- I fucking love the sticks. I don't. I love... Put me there. City girl right here. <laughs> yeah, that's all you. Um, okay, so... So I mean, how was your experience there? Did you like it? Did you love it? Let's talk about that. It was... Probably one of the darkest times in my life. I knew that. It's okay, though. So but, this is what I want to talk about. But I wouldn't trade my experience. I wouldn't trade everything that happened to me because I learned so much. I feel like I grew so much. Yes. I, oh, my God. I, if you guys can't hear me over here, I'm, like, clapping my little, like, otter paws together. Because <laughs> this is one of the main reasons why I want to bring Sarah on, first of all. I, like, just... Me and her recently got close, I guess, over the summer. We've always been, like, mutual friends of others, but we got super close. And I've seriously witnessed the most amazing transformative thing happen right before my eyes within this girl. And, like, this is why I brought her on, because she's going to talk about it and totally get into it. So, sorry to cut you off, but, like, I just need to say that. Continue. Let's okay. talk Let's talk about your dark times. But, like, we're, we're going to also get to where you're at now, because, like, holy shit, it's so fucking cool, guys. It's so cool. So- I'm so proud of you. I don't know if you. you got that or you've ever told, been told that, but, like, I'm You're, like, tearing up. I am, because I mean it. I totally mean it, because, like, holy shit, Sarah. Like, this is so awesome. I know. Thank you. Continue. Love you. Love you. Okay. So, I moved out, and I got to PA, and for all the PA people out there, I'm like, stop calling it PA, but that's besides the point. No, it's so all good. PA <laughs> Shout out PA. Shout out to PA. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I just, I, at that point, like, we ended, me and my relationship, and it, your I, your first, rela- like, your my first, first relationship, okay. and, like, at that point, Aww. I thought my world had ended, oh like, my God, everything, girl. like, upside down, 18-year-old me, like, I was, uh, I was, was a mess, and I was, like, I get it, fuck, you know I what, up with that 18, too, I gotta fix myself, so, like, here I am, new state, I literally knew no one, and then right. when you go, and you move away, and then you go to a community college, 
no one is really looking for friends. When you go to, like, a university, oh, for it's sure. much different. It's like, nobody knows each other, this and that. But when you go to, like, a community college, it's, you know, you're you there in and friends. out. Yeah. yeah. So nobody was really looking for friends. Um, so I just kind of did my thing for a couple of years, got a job. Like, kind of, like, really settled myself there pretty quickly. Everything kind of fell into place. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing exactly what I came here to do. I'm right. happy. I'm living with, like, one of my best friends because my cousin was, like, one of my best friends. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, I met this guy, and he was a lot older than me. Okay. A good amount. Like, six years older than me. We love this. It's being juicy. It does get juicy. Um, and wait, how far into this... Um, like you living met him? Yeah, living in PA. It was probably like four months. Okay, so four months after your breakup or four months since the move? Just in the I'm, move. Okay, so how long were you broken up with? Probably like a whole year. Okay, cool. So there was like a whole year where I was like just trying to get over this, this guy. Yeah, no, definitely um, sounds about, I'm hitting the nail on the head for mine too. My first took me about like ten months as well. So then, here I am in PA, I met this guy. And he was, like, physically everything I've ever wanted. Oh, we love when they check off all the boxes like that. Yeah, like, you could sit there and I could say, I want tattoos, I want piercings, I want this, I want that. And he was exactly... 6'2", muscles. I mean, he was not 6'2". I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, you're on Well, yeah, part of my list, but, like, this is just describing, like, the actual traits that you were looking for in a guy checked off all the boxes. He checked off every single box. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm obsessed with Chris Brown. He looks like Chris Brown. Like, Ah! he seems like... like, okay, so he was like... She thought she found her dream, man. I did. I really did. And that's I awesome. Like, I can't imagine that feeling of butterflies. That's cool. And I was like, you know how they say, like, oh, you have your three loves, the one when you're younger, and then, like, you meet a second one, and, like, he was really that. Like, right. He, so you were saying you fell in love with this kid, for sure. Full for bu- sure. Okay. Um, Full-heartedly. Full-heartedly. Love that. It was great up until, like, six months. Okay. And it was like, he would do these little things where I'd just be like, why? You know? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you saying this? Why are you being mean to me for no reason? Like, he was just mean. And at, like, a certain point, I just, like, let it consume me. And I let someone else start controlling my life. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've been there for sure. Just, and I'm like, like, settling in a sense. Not sticking up for you, knowing damn well that you wanted to be treated a different way. However, this was just, like, what you were doing in the moment because you didn't know better. 100%. Yeah, no, I get it. And it's like, I was able to put those words out because I did that. Yeah, and I'm like sitting here and I'm like, okay, I've always been so hard headed. I've always been so independent mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole nine. And um, all of a sudden here I have like another person literally controlling my life. Yeah, oh my God. I don't know how that would make me feel because I know you now. You cannot be controlled. I cannot. Are there some people who need that, like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Or, like, they need to be told what to do in a sense. It's like, that's cool. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But, like, holy shit. Like, now hearing this, because, like, I've heard the stories, guys. But, like, her actually going deaf and, like, knowing who she is now, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That is totally insane. Okay. Um, so. That would piss me off. Do not tell me what to do. Do not, ooh. Not saying necessarily he probably told you what to do, but I can... No, he the, totally did. <laughs> I can get the gist. Okay, so... Okay, so... A little toxicity here and there. It's all good. We all have those experiences to learn from. Continue. Yes. So then, fast forward, we were still together for a while, and I got accepted into the nursing program in Pennsylvania, and I was 
this is like everything, everything I've ever wanted, everything mm-hmm. I worked so hard for. I'm like, I left high school, I didn't care, <clears throat> had like a 2.3 GPA, and here I am in college with a really great GPA, just got accepted into like something that I never thought I would actually be able to do. Right. And I was And now like, you love. So now everything feels like it's falling into place, so now you feel like you need to be cemented there in a sense, right? 100%. I was head over heels, like, okay. with life. That's awesome. And, um, I worked so hard, like, so beyond hard. Like, I literally would study for hours, hours. and hours and hours, sit at a dining room table, and just grind, bang it out. Yeah. Yeah, because fucking nursing school ain't no joke. Like, not for nothing, I'm glad it's not a joke, because, like, you obviously are caring for people's lives, so I get mm-hmm. it. It can, it most likely is harder beyond what I could ever comprehend. It is. It's really difficult, but it's worth it. Oh, for sure. Um, would grind my ass off, and he would, did, like, not discourage me, but would pick a fight constantly right before my test. Okay, wait, pause. Ooh, we're gonna get into this. Yes, so do you think are. he did that on purpose, or, like, subconsciously not knowing, but was just feeling off your energy of being stressed, so he's like, oh my god, she's stressing, she's stressed, so she's stressing me out, so now I'm gonna bring up, not bring up, but, like, now I'm gonna speak on this, and it's just so happened to be around your test, or do you think he did that knowingly? I don't think he's evil. Like, okay, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's an evil thing to do, like, okay. so, yeah, no. is, like, I wanted to get your take on it, that's interesting, though. Um, sorry by the way, I hear my chair creaking. I know that's pretty annoying, but we're working with it. But go ahead, by the way. By the way, since this is an astrology podcast. Spiritual, yeah. Spiritual. They were both Leos. Uh These two guys. Yeah, she has like a thing against Leos. I have a thing against Leos. But which is funny though, because her rising is a Leo. That is true. And my rising is a Leo. And you know who else's rising is a Leo? Jen's rising is a Leo. And I just think... I've not had a bad experience with Leo. I have. But you've had two. So it's just funny to put that shit in perspective. But, like, also, are you against the male sign of it? Because everyone has their things, right? Or are you against the sign in general? Or are you against their quality traits? Because when I look at Leos, I'm like, Leos are so fucking strong and, like, strong-willed, super confident, but can be dumb cocky at times. Like, that's yeah. totally me. However, they're courageous. They're the sun card. They're always, no matter what, I feel like Leos are going to try and put someone, like, a smile on someone's face before theirs, in a sense. Not true. Not with not, your not, Okay, not true, but just not in my, my experience. My experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, see? This is what we can, hold on, real quick. This is why people, I, not necessarily get mad at, because I just feel like, no, it's a lot to understand, in a sense. But when people say, oh my god, I hate fucking Scorpios, I'm like, you, I bet money, like, you fucking have a moon in Scorpio. I'm like... You guys can believe as much as you want about the birth chart and shit, but for me, personally, I think every aspect, like, most people have every sign in their birth chart. The four main placements, sun, moon, rising, and Venus, hold, obviously, signs as well, and I just think those are the four most important parts of your personality, and the way you act line up with how they say a Cancer would act, or a Pisces, or a Leo, or a Taurus, or XYZ, so I just... Not that I don't want to get into it with someone, but they're like, oh my god, I fucking hate, absolutely hate Aries. I'm like, I would love to jump down your throat right now and prove you wrong, but like, mm-hmm. let's just let you rock with that. Anyway. That's like, everybody hates Geminis, and we have a guy friend. Gemini. Who's Gemini. Gemini. The sweetest soul. Wait, no, I have two. I know two Geminis. 
And you know him as well. But, um, um, hold on. They're literally, they do not act like that fucking two-faced thing. Oh, and G-Eazy's a Gemini. I don't know G-Eazy at personal level. Not yet, at least. But, um, yeah, Gemini's? Gemini's are not that bad. I, lo- I love the Gemini's in my life. I, like, I can't very say anything differently. Yeah. They're totally so loving to me, at least. I yeah, know. they're good people. They're, you know what? You know what I feel like the two parallels? Because she knows exactly, like, one, it's our mutual, like, they're both mutual friends of us, so she knows. Mm-hmm. They will do anything to make sure another person's okay. Yeah, 100%. They will totally, so sweet. they will go out of their way to do that. Mm-hmm. And shout out Ant, because that's definitely, yeah, that's Aunt, a, Aunt, my boy Greco, he's a Gemini, and I, I cannot say enough. Good things about that kid. Guys, that is my husband in, when I turn 35, just so you know. Oh, just in case she's not wiped up by then, that's what you have. Yeah, I mean, he's single now, so... Oh, also... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. And- <laughs> if you ever listen to this, we're about to make a little dating app real quick. All right, so I have a friend, and he uh, he works out. He's a super sweetheart, and he, he knows how to have a good time. So, he is available until he th- he's 35. Because he's my husband after then. And Sarah is also single. Anybody oh out there, gosh. she's a hard worker, absolutely gorgeous, so funny, and she's my sugar mama, so I'm just letting you know we have to share her. And she's available until she's 35, too, because they have a pact, and if it doesn't go south, then, it, oh, if they get married and then they get divorced, I think me and Aunt have a pact at, like, 40. The thing is, also, guys, because she left the most important thing out, is that Mia is also single. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they know that, though. I'm like, I'm almost positive they know that, because I just be, okay. I've been going through shit. Not necessarily going through shit, but I'm, I'm living. I'm enjoying Living. Single, not single. It is we love is. life right now. We do love life. Okay, but enough of this shit. Okay, after that little spiel, we took a quick little break. I had it. I had a tinkle. But um, let's get let's get back into that PA story. Let's wrap it up because there's another experience that I'm dying to talk about that happened recently, and I think it's absolutely amazing and it's so cool to see you go through it. But I don't want to rush you through these other stories. So go ahead, take it away. So. You said, I think it was after, when tests come around. Like, we would just argue. We would argue. So, I can't imagine. Did you, you. I was doing really well. Yeah. And then, um, like, was getting high 80s on my test. And mm-hmm. then, the third test came, which was our final test before the final. And okay. something very, very traumatic happened. And he wasn't there at all. So, I right. failed, like, horribly. And in nursing school. In your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I definitely. Yes. And then... Um, sorry, I totally made you go blank. Yeah, I keep cutting you off. My bad. Okay, so he wasn't there, and then you you failed that test. I failed that test, and it's like in nursing school when you fail one test, it That's is like so hard, hard to, to bring it back up. Yes. And I, when I tell you, like I fought my best, I tried my hardest. I reached out. It just was not enough. Mm-hmm. So I failed by seven multiple choice questions. That fucking bullies me. Yes, and I remember just like so like. Literally, maybe two days before the test, I, I texted one of my friends and I said, listen, if I fail, I'm moving home. There's no questions. There's nothing that is going to stop me. I'm coming back home. There you go. And I was at work and I got my final results in. And you were I, at work? I was at work. Oh, my and God. It. And I was like, I went home that night. I called my dad. I was hysterical. Went home, packed maybe 60% of all my stuff. No fucking way. That night. And I left. And I didn't tell him. I just, I just left. Wait, why did I, like, not really know this? I um, guess because we weren't that close back then. But, yeah. I mean, I knew that, like, how it ended, but not how it ended. That's insane. When I got back to Bayonne, I, I texted him and I was like, listen, like, this is the situation. That was in December, late December? Yeah. 
Right. Like, one of our friends had a party that around that time. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Um, I went back, and I was texting him, and I never, like, I never told him anything. Like, I just... Oh, after, like, if you were, like, I, I was still, still there. there. Okay, and okay. I went back to get a lot of my stuff again and, like, continue now, working. Now, question. Was that out of, like, fear to see how he would react, or you wanted to know how he would... No, okay, wait, sorry. Was that out of fear of his reaction, or you wanted to know how he would react? Like, trying to I think to I was more his... scared that he was going to try and convince me to stay. Oh. So, I was, like... I need to make my decision final before I tell him anything because I know how I was with him and anything he said with me kind of went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, at a point in my life where I needed to start making decisions for myself again. Right, okay, so did you come back to Bayo knowing that you still wanted to be in the relationship with him? I didn't know. Like, I, was, you I was, actually weren't sure. Okay. I really wasn't sure. And, you know, that's compl- that's a better answer than I would have respected then. I mean, I respected any answer you gave me, but the fact that if you would have said, yeah. Because I feel like that would then, that's in the sense you're spiritual awakening with all those other situations that were going on behind scenes trying to also pass a hard-ass test and then dealing with in a sense kind of like a toxic relationship because mm-hmm. i've been in those not necessarily the same situations but like i know what it'd be like being in a toxic relationship i also know what it'd be like to work your fucking ass off and have nothing work out for you so holy shit that's good though walking away with like completely not necessarily like faith but just like you know like no matter what like you're gonna have to figure it out in yeah. a sense because in that moment, I literally was like, I felt like I lost everything. Like, I was like, I know that this relationship isn't good for me anymore, so I know I'm going to eventually lose him. Okay. And that's going to be probably more than likely on my terms. Um, I quit my job, so I had nothing. I quit. I quit. I was like, listen, here's my two that. weeks. This is it. I'm done. I'm moving good. back. And when I made that decision, like, I realized, like, oh, my God, I don't have a job lined up. I don't have anything. So I came here, like, completely, like... Another blank slate. A blank slate again. And I was like, this is either going to work out really well for me, and this is going to be something that's going to be, like, almost life-changing, or this is going to be something that's just going to keep breaking me down. But at that point, I was so deep down that I was like, listen, I need this risk. I need to take this risk. There's no other lower you can go, and I feel fucking wholeheartedly that, man, because that's the only way up from the top. And I feel like you also realize that that sense, too, that no matter what anyone else does for you, if they put you onto a job or whatever, but, like, that emotional funk you're feeling, or physical funk you're feeling, the only one pulling you out of that is yourself. 100%. I, I knew that I needed to fix myself. For myself, not for anybody else. Like, I just, yeah. I need to be, like, better. Right. Um, so now this is January of this year where you're officially settled in. I remember that. Yes, but before I left, like I said, I had to go back to work. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's place. right. Okay. I wrote him a letter. Oh, that's and I right, said, right. Basically, this is the situation. This is what it is. Us and letters, man. We will fit. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we will figure it out or we won't. And I didn't even want to see him. So I put it, I drove to his house after work. I put it in between the curb and the tire. Okay. And I texted him. I said, listen, I left a letter outside of your house. I cannot talk to you about this right now. Please just go get the letter. If you throw it out, you throw it out. That is fine. Right. But you just go you get it. You weren't attached to the outcome of, like, how it was going to I wasn't. Because I was like, I, I, like I said, like, I had to start making decisions for myself. And, and that's what I did. So. I fuck with it. He got the letter, and as soon as I drove back to Bayonne, I literally got to the exit, and he texted me, and he said, I love you, and I was like... Oh, fuck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, damn, I was really expecting him to be like, 
no, this is this is it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like you're leaving. That's like, he like, was also done too. Mm-hmm. So that was a major shock. Um, so I went back, got all my stuff, finally moved completely back. And like I said, I started working on myself. Like at that point, I wasn't even like looking for a job. I had money saved. Right. Um, I do remember though, sitting in your basement, we were all trying to look for jobs because I recently got fired too. Yeah. Honestly, that was like probably one of the most comforting things, knowing that none of my friends had a job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. For sure. I can't even imagine. No, swear to God. Um, so moved back and I started like going to the gym again and like yes. taking care of myself. Yeah, doing those little things, which I think are so important. I talk about that all the time in the podcast, controlling what you can control. And that's, you know, just shit like what you eat, if you want to work out or not, what type of music you listen to, how fast you're going to drive to work. Shit like that is what you control. And I agree wholeheartedly that changes your emotions, changes your mood, either puts you in a better place or a shittier place. And I feel like ultimately everyone always wants to be positive, like, happy I mean given like circumstances of earth we're not always happy but I think it's important you know to just know that these things one time did help so mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're in that low place you can lean on those you can pull yourself out of it control what you can control to bring yourself back into a better a better like day you know better mood mm-hmm. um yeah January through February was probably like my prime time and then I got a job in March yeah. And then right before Corona hit. Yeah. And and then I worked throughout the whole entire pandemic. Essential worker. It was wild. So wild. Yeah, and you were still in school too, right? And you were doing... I was. I remember coming over to your house like right after my birthday. You were taking the test and we were fucking around in your basement. I'm like, oh my god, please go away. I know. (laughs) I was like, what kind of questions you got? You want help? I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck she's talking about. She's talking about some fucking like medical like antibiotics and like where this goes up someone's ass and I'm like... (laughs) I don't know. I don't, my, that's what my mom be talking about. I swear to God. Suppositories. Yeah, all the time at the dinner table, too. I'm like, listen, I respect your work, Mom. I do, but this is not what I want to talk about while I'm shoving a meatball down my throat. Like, <laughs> I get a pass. But, yeah. And I did, and you know what, guys? I got to witness it, and it was so cool. But, like, what I do want to talk about, real quick before we get to the end of the podcast, because we're only at 35 minutes, and honestly, I can go for an hour if you're cool with that. You have somewhere to be. No, I have nowhere to be. Love it. So I'm kidnapping for another 25 minutes. Is what I recently witnessed. And when I say recently, literally like within yesterday and a couple months. And I think we've both been going through some extreme, massive shifts and changes in our life that are really setting us up for our futures. Would you say the same? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I see the smile on her face. She's... Okay. So what I want to talk about in a sense is... I think this is so awesome because one of the most liberating things I did was become so vulnerable in a situation that I knew once completely broke me down. Like, not saying it was the fault of anyone else's, not necessarily my fault. It was just the situation as a whole completely tore me apart. And I saw her go through that as well in a sense where something really hurt her. It was super emotional. But she... She liberated herself, or like at least I would say, by being so vulnerable that she completely transformed that hurt and pain into something so cool. So, like, let's talk about that. So, let's talk about it. You don't have to get into the specific details of how vulnerable you were or what you did to make you so vulnerable. But walking into it, you hear me talk about spirituality all the time I'm like try it out because like what else do you have to lose it's just mm-hmm. one day of thinking really positive about your body in a sense or one day of just like completely saying yes to all the things you would always say no about because you're always afraid so 
when I first told you to try it out or like do it in a sense or do your it. That thoughts, sounds like sex. Um, yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Um what what was your reaction? How were you taking? Were you open to the idea? Did it take me a lot more convincing to do it? Like after a couple times. To be times? vulnerable? Yeah, to tell you. Like, because we were on the face, like FaceTime when shit was kind of going down and I saw you really emotional. So I was just, you know, as a friend comforting her, but also issuing advice based off my past experiences and how it helped me. Not necessarily saying all our lives are the same, but what were you thinking? Like, go ahead. Um, well... To start it off, should we tell them that, like, we're talking about a completely different guy right now? Oh, yeah. We are, okay, first of all, <laughs> we're all talking about a guy. We can say that. I wasn't sure how specific you wanted to get with the situation, because well, it was just, like, I know, like, I mean, I'm okay talking about it, because I feel like this is, like, my thing, like, the podcast, in a sense, mm-hmm. and, like, the biggest part of me has to revolve around a life-changing event with, um, yeah, a male, sure, we could put him, say that, but, um, also, I don't know if you were comfortable saying I'm just going off on a tangent but whatever get into it sorry guys yeah so apparently I'm concerned about my past three relationships no that's what we're here for I fucking love talking about that because I think this is like where we bond and learn from each other the most but get into it 100% um so I will say that it was hard being vulnerable but to be vulnerable with someone like him compared to my last two relationships was so easy so easy and like you see okay wait okay wait okay i just had an epiphany okay that this is like i feel like one of the biggest life lessons i feel like everyone should learn or at least experience or just get like a grasp of of is that it's okay to be vulnerable and whether it was in an extremely hard sense maybe you just couldn't be that person for yourself back then in those previous relationships how I failed to do that as well in my past because I couldn't I could not be as confident as I am today today or hold within myself to even allow myself to be that vulnerable because you're walking in there knowing 100% that this person completely tear you down again and say some hurtful shit or do some mean things not granting saying that everyone's like that but there are some people out there and that's totally a fear that you have but just to walk in so whole so loving to yourself knowing that no matter what the outcome is you're okay with it yeah I was okay with it with with him I was right okay I think that's that's amazing because like we're not going to talk about the last two because now knowing this moving forward any other relationship comes in I think it's only gonna ever top well I don't know if anybody could top no, don't no, don't I limit don't. it. Don't limit it. Because at the same time, you know what? First of all, I'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason. And we don't know, right? We are so mm-hmm. unsure about the future. Anything could happen. However, sometimes I do think it's toxic to tell ourselves a story that no one's going to be better than themselves. Because then you're limiting the fact that someone can actually come in and be so much better. Because I always believe that as well. There's always someone better. But I just think it's crazy how those other two experiences, it would definitely have been a lot harder and the universe was like, you need to learn this lesson. Mm-hmm. So let's give you something worth the while for once. Because you already been through all these other things. You already overcame it. It's like, because I feel like we're always constantly learning lessons in a sense. We're always mm-hmm. bettering ourselves. Not learning lessons to like, oh, we're fucking doing a test here on earth. No, but these things are important to better ourselves. To get us to wherever we want to be in life. Like, And you have such these big goals. And like, I know you want a family and a loving husband and a big house. And like grinding doing nursing shit and like all these things are going to get you there so i just thought it's really i'm completely staring on the show right now sorry just so so cool like i'd love to see that it was could have been the easiest way for you to do this 
and you did do it. So, okay, continue talking about it. How did it feel? What do you, how did it feel? Anything. Like, what, when it comes to mind about the situation, because I'm looking at it as a spiritual aspect, and I know you're not completely dived in as far as I am, but your toes in a little bit, so, Mm -hmm. whatever take on it. So, I don't, I I guess I'll just talk about it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so, he has taught me so much. He has taught me more than I have in this month and a half than I have, like, learned from any other guy. Yeah. So, I... What, That's so crazy. I'm oh, sorry, guys. Like, the, literally, it lights up my face that, like, time does not mean shit, but continue. It doesn't. The way he has made me feel in a month and a half compared to the other two where I was in a relationship for three years and two years, mm-hmm. hands down, I would pick him every day. Love it. But, um... He has taught me that, like, when, when they say, like, if someone wants to do something or if someone wants to be there for you, be a good person for you, they will be they, that. They will do he it. He has done things for me that the other two would have never thought twice. Like, would never. Right. And it was just, like, in also senses of, like, there's some extravagant things this man has done. But, like, also in a sense of just ways he communicated yeah. that I saw, too. And you were like, I can't even believe this is happening right now. I'm like, this is what you deserve. It's, he's setting the bar. Now you know what you don't want. And now you know what you do want. 100%. Continue. Um, just like ever, like, when I talked about him earlier. I know. There's okay. the biggest smile on her face, guys. And it's so cool because I know it hurts. It does. But, but I'm happy. Because but, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to sit here and cry about it because For I'm like, sure. okay. Like, I am so much more grateful to have had this guy in my life and to have met him other than being just like upset that it like ended yeah and it ended on the best terms possible for sure both can probably honestly tell you that we don't think that this is the last time that our paths are going to cross maybe it is but do we genuinely believe that no i don't think either one of us believe that yeah and this this ending hurt both of us this ending sucks worse than anything but like I literally said to him I'm like listen if it isn't that we're gonna end up together or whatever it is I am just so beyond grateful to have had someone like you in my life you've taught me so much so I'm more happy that it was even a thing yeah and uh, guys this whole entire podcast Sarah has just been sitting here with her head tucked in her shoulders but when she started talking about this situation she she sprung (laughs) up And, like, this is what I love seeing when people are passionate about things like this. Like, don't get me wrong, she is when she goes off about nursing. But, like, this was truly a transformative event for her. I don't know if she, like, gets it on the sense that I keep saying it. I'm sure she understands it a little bit. But, like, I'm just so proud. Like, I'm so happy because I've seen this girl so low. And I've always tried to tell her, like, listen, it's not you. Sometimes it could very well be. You guys know I say this all the time on the podcast. Like, we do have shit we need to check in ourselves. But, like... She was able to pull herself out of those old ways where if it was a different situation or, like, not even say, like, if it was a different you, if you never grew and same guy, you would have, I say, I probably would have fucked it up ending it, to be honest, or he would have walked away in a tone. But I think you guys really, like, I saw it play out. We really did it very maturely. Mm-hmm. We both care about each other, like beyond words but we just know that right now in the situation that we are in it is not favorable for us so we have to walk away because it's better for both of us right now somewhere down the line may cross may not but it's so cool to see you have this attitude just because now okay so now what i want to say is take that attitude with everything else in life 100 like how i was with this new job Mm -hmm. i was like if it happens cool if it doesn't cool it's okay. Our girl's employed now. Guys, guys, I finally got a fucking job. It's been too It's been almost long. a year. Probably like 10 months. I got fired in January last year. 
But I was doing little, like, hustling jobs in between. But, yeah, I made sugar mama status. Catch me. Just kidding. I need to save up to pay my bills. <laughs> but, no, I just think it's so, oh, like, the biggest smile is on her face right now. And I think that's so awesome to see you come into that. Because there's a lot of people out there, maybe even people listening, that even in the worst times and, like, the hurt and the pain, because Sarah's been through some difficult shit. I can definitely say she's one of the strongest people I know to see her still standing Aww, here. No, so seriously, sweet. I'm going to cry because, like, I mean it. Like, even when I was talking to Jen, like, I love how, this is why I want to do more guests on my podcast because, like, She's literally so crying. Cute. She's tearing up, too. Listen. <laughs> listen. But, like, I guess for this podcast, like, if you're going to take anything away from it, it's just, like, man, when you guys think you're low... It, all, it, it gets better. And if you think shit's just not working out, I think it's important to just really appreciate the journey and the experience. Even if he he didn't treat you as well as he did, I think you're even in like a space very maturely. You did a lot of growth over this last year being back that you would totally have handled it a lot differently too. Because I've seen you in between with these like, what's the word? Insignificant other relationships. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, it was a, It wasn't a serious, it wasn't yeah. anything with a title, but, like, insignificant other people in your life where actions have shown otherwise, but that was a while ago. And with time, I just saw, like, an incredible, like, you really, like, just sprouted. Thanks. And it's so cool, guys. It's so cool. I just, I can't even, I can't say enough good things about you, Sarah. Like, it's awesome. That's so sweet. <laughs> so, um, real quick before we end this, because I wanted to get into signs again, like, just a little little ending I don't even know what we would call it I'm like losing words right now they said at the beginning of the podcast I'm having a stroke but the three most favorable signs you've gotten along with in your life it can be like you can do male separately female separately or you can put them all in one and that can give you my best three okay so they say that Tauruses are supposed to be my best like, friends what and are you gonna a Virgo I'm a Virgo really they say Virgos and Tauruses are like I, I can see that, because I definitely have a lot of Virgos in my life. Are you obviously one of them. Yeah, I have a lot of Tauruses. And you guys are literally my favorite sign. Hey, gang shit! That's what's up. And then, um, probably Capricorns. Ah! I don't know many, but Capricorns. The few you do, okay. I do. One of, yeah. That's um, funny. She's she's choosing all the earth signs, guys. Gang shit up in here, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not to be biased, but... Uh... And then my last, I've gotten along with Aries. That's what's up. I have gotten along with some Aries. Because I was literally going to say, like, um, Virgo's top. I have so many Virgos in my life now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one side I can be like, I know mad Virgos. Aries, number two, because the other two most important females in my life are Aries and there's, it's so funny because they're, like, completely on the opposite ends of the scale. Like, it's Jen mm-hmm. and Therese. So, Jen's on one scale of an Aries of how they would act, and then Therese is completely on the other scale. It's so funny. But, um, definitely respect for my fire signs. And not saying that I know a lot of Leos, but I just, I fuck with the Leo vibe because I'm such, like, a Leo rising. It's just, like, it feels home to me. I feel like that Leo feels more home to to- than Taurus does to me. But I'll always rep Taurus gang, you know? Yeah, I feel like Leo's, like... I've always gotten along with them in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then, like, it plays out, and then I'm, like... Probably because you guys are clashing. Like, Leo yeah. and Leo, like, personalities crashing with another Leo personality. I'd obviously love to dive into their charts, but we don't have that type of... Time. <laughs> time and resources, but, um... Yeah, this was so much fun, Sarah. Thank you 
Thank you so much for joining me and coming on and being the second guest for this podcast. So it is so exciting. Now, do you want like the free clap? Because you can plug yourself here if you do. But if not, then you want free clap. Yeah, like your Snapchat, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't know. Spotify playlist. No, no, you're good. I'm good. I told you guys she's really shy, but um, she's also still single. I'm joking. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you again for joining me. This was a lot of fun. I'm excited for the rest of the month of November and obviously all the months to come. But I just have a good feeling about this month, and I think there's no better way to kick it off than such an amazing person joining me on this podcast. So thank you guys so much, and I'll see you next time. Bye.